Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Think Movie Show. My name is Francisco and I am joined with Brian Prado. And Brian, I am so excited for today. I don't know if you're excited. I'm really excited. We're both really excited. It is the start of the Film Bro Movie Tournament. We're going to be knocking out movies. We're going to be kicking them to the curve. Mm -hmm. Some of them are going to be moving forward. We're going to crown a champion of the Film Bro Movie Tournament. I love the name of this because there's two. It's film and then movie. Yeah. Film Bro Movie, movie bracket. bracket. It's hilarious. Yeah. I love it. It's, you know, you, you got to use two different words because... Because a film bro is a whole other thing. It, it really is. A movie bro yeah. doesn't hit the same. No, it doesn't hit the same. A film bro. Yeah. yeah. And now that's that something hitting. we could talk about. Yeah, that's hitting. Um, but it's going to be super exciting. This is our first tournament mm -hmm. that we're doing. Many um, more to come, I think. More, yeah. I have more ideas. Yeah, we're doing... I mean, because the World Cup just happened. Oh, it's happening as, yeah. as, we're, as we're recording this right mm -hmm. now. We want to do one. We want to do a tournament too. We're, yeah. we're, we 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 don't want to be left out. You know, March Madness has theirs. We want to make a tournament. Mm -hmm. You know, and what better one to start off our very first one than the film bro one? So, if you've been listening to the podcast over the past few months, this has kind of been an, a little bit of a central theme. Yeah, we've been talking about a lot of film bro movies in our yeah. which is better which yes. is better series. Yes. Uh, we talked about The Dark Knight. We talked about Joker. We talked about... Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Tarantino's filmography. Tarantino, basically. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is the Film Bro movie bracket. Yeah. There's 32 entries in this movie. We're yes. going to be going through the first 16 today. Uh -huh. And then if, you, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's going to be one whole thing. So Yeah. Yeah. But podcast listeners, first... 16 today mm -hmm. it's gonna be very very exciting very exciting if man. you haven't listened to our creation of the film bro bracket oh yeah if you want to know well how did you choose all these movies what was the criteria mm -hmm. that is the best place to find out yes a short summary i want to give is basically film bro bracket how we created it mm -hmm. we chose what we thought were the most film bro mm -hmm. and then now i have to define film bro film bro being what would you describe film bro? I, I would say someone who just got into movies, mm -hmm. just got into film, yeah. uh, watched Pulp Fiction for the first time, and thought like, it was the best thing ever. Life-changing stuff. Life-changing yeah. stuff. I mean, which for some people it is. For oh, me yeah. it was. For, no, yeah, for sure. For, for me it was too. I feel like the common thing about film bros, I think we were all film bros at one oh, point. Oh, yes, 100%. Yeah. I'm still a little bit of a film bro. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we all are. Yeah. We have a little bit of that Listen, film bro. I've watched some of these movies recently, I'm like, God damn, it's so <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. God I, damn it. I think for me, the criteria for Film Bro is um I think I explained this on the uh, last episode, is that they are snobby. They think they know better than the average moviegoer, but it's not it doesn't go beyond the past of like American movies or action movies. Like it's just like they very manly movies. Very manly too. movies, a, a lot of thing. masculinity in these movies, and they take the wrong lessons from it. And they ignorant. Ignorant, ignorant um movie watchers and movie lovers where they'll take a movie, they'll see the they'll watch the whole thing. I have a certain specific themes, and they'll definitely not oh, take those dude, themes into consideration. And my, they'll you know my YouTube recommendations are cooked. Yeah. After getting these clips. Yeah, cooked, bro researching how to be a better man watch stuff. fight club like oh, that kind of stuff my, my there's so many videos where it's either edits or <laughs> montages and the thumbnail is joker uh heisenberg Ad, andrew uh no Tyler, no uh bateman what's his name patrick norman norman patrick bateman is it yeah yeah patrick bateman and, and american psycho i just the yeah. 
taxi driver just everything yeah. into one is like this is how i feel i am a man yeah and, this is me or oh my god some of these other videos dude i don't want to hate on anybody but it's like how american psycho tried to warn men yeah and it's like what are you no no no, no 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 and then it's in a, how taxi driver tried to warn men and it's like what do you mean yeah, by yeah. that brother <laughs> yeah. it's like let, let's discuss are, yeah. are you sure you want to talk about yeah. that and then you go into these videos and the comments are just like Reaff women don't have to work as hard as men it's like what yeah. the fuck and world am yeah. i in yeah it's a it's a i don't know it's probably like a blissful world for them where it's like they just look at something no, a certain it's way fucking sad and it's like bro like how are you not how are you functioning how are you a functioning person in society how do you how do you get up and put on your shoes in the morning a big thing for the film bro bracket is literally me characters yeah yes exactly and i thought that was a thing you made up or whatever but no my my no, youtube videos literally that, I, me. that they're recommending is like it title is literally, literally me. me no <laughs> i'll take the most toxic people joking. no bro literally me is everywhere if you go on tiktok especially they'll have edits of patrick bateman just walking and he's like laughing with his friends like literally me what a serial killer what i mean God. i guess like um whatever i'll oh, have joker oh, literally me why are you saying this oh you're a film bro it's like the worst person yeah. on screen it's like that's yeah. me i guess yeah. actually and they'll, they'll have the they'll have a correct opinion they'll be like They'll say American Psycho is a phenomenal movie. Oh, I agree with that. And then, like I said before, they'll take all the wrong lessons from it, and it's like, okay, well, that's I think that's like the long-winded definition People of what we call film, bro. People literally take the wrong ideas. Yeah. And 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 they have okay. We're gonna get into so much. Okay. Yeah. Listen, the one thing I want to say: uh -huh. the, the idea of strong men create good times. Good times create no, that whole no, yeah. spiel yeah. from like meatheads. Yeah. And the the red pill community, red pill community. from Rogan, yeah, it's so fucking cringe. It really because is. it is the opposite idea for a lot of these movies. Yeah, yeah. and the fact that people just like, <laughs> what is it? Why, why do people take the wrong idea? I I think they they want they want to see what they want to see. They don't even if there's a big warning sign in front of them, like, hey, this person is a bad thing. They're kind of like looking beyond it like they're looking past it the sign yeah and they're like i kind of want to be like him yeah and like or i kind of i see myself in yeah. him right where they see like the bad qualities of themselves whether it's toxic masculinity in society where it's like i'm a gym bro i laugh with my friends i party hard i get a lot of girls and they see that those same qualities in uh leonardo DiCaprio on the wolf of wall street or they'll see it in patrick bateman they'll see it in in Ryan Gosling and Drive, and they're like, "Oh, that is me." And see, for a lot of those, uh, I'm the example, not in the ignorant <laughs> way, but in the way of he's so fucking cool. Yeah, that's no, it. Yeah, that's, that's all it. I do. Yeah. I don't. I don't go any further than that. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it's fun. It's chunky cheek to say yeah, that, but exactly. when you actually believe it, these film bros yeah. do believe it. And and even if they say no, it's just uh, we're just making fun of them. Okay. All right, buddy. All right. Well, let's right. let's take that, right? Um, um, but yeah, that's kind of what we think of what a film bro is. But for how we see it, this we go more in depth in mm -hmm. in our creation of the film bro bracket. Yes. But just quick, uh, uh -huh. we took first see like what is the most film bro? Exactly. You got your Pulp Fictions. You got your Fight Clubs. Yeah. You got your No Country for Old Men. Drive. Like, yes. Like movies that are film bro in its essence like yes. if you're gonna draw like a a circle and put these movies in the middle the hearts of a film bro these mm -hmm. are the movies yes and then we have other movies that 
could they be film bro yeah they kind of are yeah but they're not at the heart yeah those are our 16 seeds those are our, like our avengers endgame yes yes those are our revenge of the sith you know yeah. all that stuff like um we'll get into all of our seedings as well we'll talk about you know one through 16 on each bracket we have two brackets we have bracket a and bracket b and then from then we'll have a final match at the very end of yeah. the tournament so what we'll do mm-hmm. we'll play a short clip Yes. From the movie we're watching, just to get a quick refresher. Yes. Uh, either, well, I, I, I'm not going to lie, I chose a lot of these scenes, and uh, some of them are my favorite scenes, but some of them also resemble the movie as a whole. Uh, yeah. I just want to preface that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, short little clip, and then we talk about the movies, decide which one goes cool. further, you know? Cool. Sounds good. Should we go? All right, let's get into round one of the Film Bro Movie Tournament. First clip. Or first, first movie. First movie, first clip from Bracket A. We got Fight Club versus Avengers Endgame. Boom, 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 boom. Now, Fight Club... I'll, I'll play the clip, actually. We'll, we'll just start mm-hmm. playing the clip first. All right. Waiting tables. Slaves with white collars. The middle children of history, man. No purpose or place. We have no great war. No great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. Our great depression is our lives. Okay, I want to pause it there. Yeah. Basically, that's yeah. film, bro. Yes. Yeah, so, what you saw right now, yeah. what you heard right now, that is film, bro. And it's essence. Yes, it is. It's, um, we just saw Tyler Durden in the Fight Club explaining, um, just what's wrong with society and just like, which is like, in a sense, the screenplay is right. The script is right. Right. Incessant. But just the idea of we have no great war. We have no great war. We have no great depression. We have no great depression. We have nothing to fight for. Nothing We're losers, to... basically. Yeah. In their mind, they think they're losers. Yes. That's that's today's society. It's film bro, because like that there's... Is, those are film bros. Exactly. Like, they take a truth from the world. Yeah. And they mold it and twist it into their own narrative. And they create... They're like, we're victims. We're this. We have to fight. We have to create this fight club this is why we do what we do and it seems like that man that make this movie special yeah i'm not gonna lie so without saying anything anything further let's go on to the let's go on to who it's going against yeah that was a number one seed fight club going up against our number 16 seed avengers endgame that's here let's i see chose it. well oh the main event the, the, the main of the main fight the iron man goes sicko mode go sicko Inevitable. Say the line, Iron Man. <laughs> I am Iron Man. And I am Iron Man. And I, I am Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. All right, you're inevitable. He's I'm Iron, Iron Man. I'm Iron Man. And that's um, yeah, going back to the first Iron Man, where he tells the world who he is, right? Uh, 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 what's his name? Tony Stark. Tony Stark revealing to the world, "I am Iron Man," and then full circle. This moment made. I think it was. It's now the second gross, highest grossing movie of all time because Avatar retook that claim. But just the 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 culture and just how even that line just affected just how society viewed big blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, the finale. Everyone's together. The whole this whole Marvel thing led to this moment. Um 
Yeah, man. It was an iconic scene. It was a big moment. Yeah. In our lives. It was. I'm we I, we saw it together. Yeah. Yeah, we saw it together opening night. People were cheering. People were It was a fun time. Amusement park. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's, 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 that's yeah, it was so much that. fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh it was great actually. Um yeah. it was such a fun time. Yeah, it was great. Um Let's get into it. What do you think? Round one, fight club versus endgame. Um, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? It's Fight Club. It's Fight Club. <laughs> so, okay, listen for the listeners at home. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Some of these are gonna be easier Easy. than than others. Some yeah. of these are gonna be very fucking hard. Yeah. It's Fight Club. Yeah. I feel like when we're discussing movies like like these two, yeah, they kind of can be in the same vein. Yeah. But they're also not. Yeah, they're not. Um. Also, I want to preface: we're not basing these off. What is the most film bro movie? Yeah. Because if we would have done it, like the first season would have won. Yeah, yeah. We're just now, we're basing these, which is the better movie? Yeah. Which one do we like? Which, which one, one do we like more? Which one do, which one do we enjoy? This which is Think Movies. Yeah. This is our final say-so on yes. the best film bro movie. The best film bro movie. Exactly. When, yeah. when we get to it. Yeah. We vetted all the, the, the possible choices. Now, these are the, the, the 32 that we want for, for the tournament. Battling it out. Battling it out. And what better way... Did two fucking action movies <laughs> yeah. almost like yeah. one's Fight Club? They're literally beating the shit at each other. The other yeah. one is all-out war for mankind. Yeah, yeah. And um, I want to say some nice things. Nice things about Endgame. Do it before we um, put it to rest <laughs> in this tournament, right? <laughs> um, I want to say that the opening act to this movie took balls and. Um, it's one of those few instances in the movie theater where I was like, what? I was, and usually in a Marvel movie, I can, I know what's going to happen. I know the, the, the rising action. I know what's going, like what's going to happen in the second, uh, act and the third act and the big battle. We all knew this was going to happen. The big battle scene in Endgame, but that opening act of just what it's over. We killed Thanos and that's <laughs> it. And then them having to deal with like that opening that scene where Captain America's talking about how they're the last ones left and we gotta make sure we 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 take advantage of that or else Thanos should have done us all. And then you see Scott Lang reuniting with his daughter five years like this is like what is happening right now? And it's you're dealing with that, right? And mm-hmm. that that took a lot of guts for like our Marvel movie not to have like a like just uh let's get Thanos the entire time. Thanos is dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he fucking decapitated him. So it's I I think it took a lot of guts to to make that opening act of, of Avengers I Endgame. Agree. Yeah. It's long as fuck too. Three hours long. People wanted yeah. it to be like four or five hours. They're like, make it longer. I remember that whole fucking Yeah, trend. I remember those conversations. Yeah. Like people talking about well, how much are they gonna allow me to go pee? Yeah, yeah. Right? Remember that? I remember that, yeah. <laughs> That was so funny. Man. It's like like Disney does not want us to use the bathroom. Apparently, yeah, I remember that yeah. being said. Yeah. Um. But Fight Club is, it's the better movie. Yeah. I think. No, it, it no bar none. It's the better movie. Th- this is the prototypical film bar movie where people literally just take the wrong ideas. No, they do. They're they, like they, they, toxic masculinity. I need that. Yeah. I am that. I I want to become. It's like the the screenplay was written by like a gay man. Yeah. And he was like poking fun at masculinity. Mm-hmm. He was like talking about all the the toxic shit that happens in 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 this in these environments. And guys saw that and were like, "Yes, let's f- 
instead of talking about how like oh how smart the screenplay is, how it breaks down toxic masculinity, how hilarious it is too. They're like, don't talk about Fight Club, don't talk about it. I love the fight sequences. <laughs> I love it. The ending. The ending. I, I hate capitalism, bro. Yeah, capitalism is do- of uh is awful. Okay, and what else do you think? Why? Uh, well, uh, you there, there's answers in the screenplay actually. Yeah, if you is. actually take a deep dive, uh, Tyler Jordan's fucking badass. Oh, okay. A lot of these movies, they 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 deal with themes of violence. Yeah. This one especially. Yeah. It's Fight like, club. Do we need to resort to this much violence? Yeah. I, no, the answer is yeah. no. At the end of the yeah. movie, what is it? Yeah. What what are these thoughts do to men? What are these? What are these? pillars of society what, what what happens when 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 men have to suppress their anger and suppress their their distaste for the world what do they do they blow shit up they fight people yeah it's like this is poking this is poking fun at those guys and then people are taking it and like yeah we should do that we should fight people we should blow five banks yeah we should fuck them all right, guys. Well, it was a little more than five banks. Right? Yeah. There's a lot of banks yeah, yeah. across the country. Yeah. Um, this movie is David Fincher's, like... He, this movie's so fun. This movie's so fun. It's this movie's hilarious. really good. And it's shot really well. Yeah. Like, David Fincher, like, come on now. Like, he's a master at what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's an amazing movie. Like, that's pretty much all I can say about Fight Club, comparing it to Endgame. <laughs> There's really not much argument there. I, I love Fight Club. Fight Club is amazing. Uh, it's not my favorite film bro no. movie. Uh, I, 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 it's not my, not my favorite Fincher. Not my favorite Fincher is what I meant to yeah, say. Yeah. Uh, in terms of film bro, it's kind of like up there. Uh, but no, this movie's great. This movie's great. great. It's going gonna, it's gonna to move on. Exactly. It's moving on. So the first um, movie moving on in the film bro tournament. Fight Club. Fight Club. Number one seed expected. David Fincher. Expected. Going up against the number 16 seed. It's no upset here happening. Um, yeah. Um, Fight Club moving on. Moving on to our next battle. When I say things are going to be more, more, or some rounds are going to be more easier than others, I'm literally talking about this one. Yeah. We're talking about the movie Drive. The movie Drive, the Ryan Gosling, the Nicholas One and Refn movie. Versus Joker. Joker. 2019's <laughs> Joker with Todd Phillips. We've talked so much about this movie oh i think yeah. so much yeah do you have anything positive to say about joker let's talk about the positive the score it's phenomenal I, I really love the score i remember seeing it for the first time i was like yeah wow. drives moving on <laughs> let's get this fucking out of the way let's just this- <laughs> no 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 the, the score is great in joker the score is great go yeah the cinematography is great um yeah um uh, that's it that's it that's all i can say uh i want to talk about drive just a few things. This is the cool movie. This is the fucking coolest movie I've ever yeah. seen. When I was Ryan Gosling, when he makes that face where he goes, hmm, 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 and then he drives away. Yeah, he drives away. That's cool as fuck. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, all jokes aside, this movie is actually really good. Um, I know this is the quintessential "I'm him" movie. There's a lot of quintessential. I'm gonna. I'm yeah, not gonna say the, the quintessential. Soundtrack. There's a lot of movies that say "I'm him," but the soundtrack is amazing. Um. The action, the violence is actually really cool in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, People's brains literally just get split in half. Ryan Gosling's bloodied face. Yeah. Not his blood. Everyone else's blood. Fuck, I forgot. Let's watch clips from the movie. Yeah, yeah, actually. let's do it. Let's do it, actually. Yeah, let's do it. Because, because specifically, I have specifically. one clip in mind, and it's yeah. this one. Yeah. We got carried away because we saw Joker, and we saw 
We saw red. We, we won't let it happen again. We won't let it happen again. <laughs> we talk about Joker is like a trigger for <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, it really is. All right, All right. here's a drive. That's it. That's oh, it. that's where I wanted to stop yeah, the clip yeah. anyways. He looks out the window. Yeah. It's a slow pushing on his face. Yeah. Bloodied face. Yeah. I mean, just the essence yeah. of drive. Minus the nighttime driving scenes. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. The violence, the uh the I mean, this is just cool shit. This this is the epitome of just like, I want to make some cool shit. Basically. Yeah. The opening sequence I could talk about for, for days of how well it's directed. I've seen it's funny because I've seen other definitions of people people call film bros where like they look down upon movies right where like some people have this definition of film bros being like I only see foreign movies or only see international movies where yeah. it's like where it's like i don't think that's a film bro that's at not all a film, bro. right and so i've seen clips of people looking down on like oh this is just nicholas one and reffin showing off i'm like okay that's the point of a director bro, what are you talking about supposed to be really entertaining yeah, yeah. this is <laughs> yeah this is and like, the do you not want to have a fun time yeah exactly the whole sequence of the opening sequence where you don't get anything you just hear ryan gossing onto the phone he's listening to like the baseball game yeah the uh, the basketball game oh it was a basketball game he's timing it perfectly for yeah. the for the for the robbery oh my god just as a director filming uh action this is like the perfect editing it's sequence so you'll good. ever see. Like it's thrilling. It is everything you need in an action sequence and like just very few dialogue. And it's just all through the camera work and it is all cuts and it is looking at his watch, looking at the rear view mirror, looking at what cars are following him. And it is the score. It is everything works to a T here. Yep. Um, it's a fun movie. One of the, one of the coolest fucking movies. A lot there of is. movies you, you, this is why they're called film bro movies. You sit no. down and you watch them with no. your bros. Yeah, exactly. Basically. Yeah. yeah, with your bros. I can't wait to show you the clip I, 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 I for chose for the Joker. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Uh, I can't we're wait. We're going to watch the clip from the Joker now. <laughs> Listen, man. Oh, God, no. It's the worst scene. I'm going to come and get you, okay? Perfect. Good luck. Thanks, Murray. Okay. Uh, Murray, one small thing. Yeah. When you bring me out... Can you introduce me as Joker? What's wrong with your real name? That's what you called me on the show. A Joker. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can you introduce me as the Joker? Uh, what about your real, real name? Well, you introduced me as the Joker the first time. All right, kid, whatever you want. <laughs> that's, is, so, that's so funny. This that, is the best scene. That scene, honestly, is so good because that's yeah. how I feel. I'm Robert yep. De Niro in that fucking yep. scene, right? Exactly. That's because, why I chose it. Because he's, he's waiting for him to ask him why the Joker or go into the detail like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Do he doesn't give a fuck, dude. It's like, he's, just don't ruin my show. Yeah, yeah, like, please don't be fucking weird. <laughs> it's, so, it's so, like, nonchalant. All right, kid. Let's get on with it, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck. Let's... I got a show to go do, man. I, I'm going to be on in 10 minutes. Yeah. I'll, I'll call you the fucking clown. I'll call you whatever you want. Like, the cl the clown, prince of crime, whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Like, I, it's inconsequential. And then Joker's like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just, just this this movie, honestly, I got to rewatch it and just have fun with it. Like, this probably is going to be one of those rewatches where it's like, I'm going to watch it with with you or with someone. And just Just have fun. Is it, this is probably we'll laugh. We have a good time. With this, this is movie. my favorite scene. Yeah. Just, can you introduce me as a Joker? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> like just just incredible. Yeah, incredible for the wrong reasons. Incredible for the wrong reasons. Um yeah, no upset here. Number two drive is moving drive on. I guess number fifteen. Forward. All right. Uh, we have our. That was easy. That was easy. Um, moving on to a hard one for me. This is where it's gonna get tricky. Yeah. Introduce the the number three seed and the number fourteenth uh, seed for us. Number three seed. We have Martin Scorsese's. The Wolf of Wall Street, starring mm. Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow, who's that? I don't. Some dude. Some unknown actor. Some he's he's coming out back. Oh, he's I gonna see. Gonna be in another Martin Scorsese movie pretty soon. Oh shit! Okay, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Number what was it? Fourteen. Number fourteen. Fourteen seed. Classic. Classic. Or mystery thriller. Best picture winner. Best picture winner. I I remember seeing on YouTube like this is like the only horror movie that kind of like one best picture mm-hmm. ever yeah. i think let me see let me let me fact check this real quick because you know you don't want to look like a a fool we haven't said the name yet but it, it, if you are are guessing on the tip of your tongue it's silence of the lambs mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen silence of the lambs i think the reason this got placed so low in terms of seating mm-hmm. this can be looked at in the worst way possible. Yes. I mean, just the app. If you took the wrong reasons for this movie, you're in jail. You're not even listening to. You're in prison, right? Yeah, yeah really are, man. Oh, well, yeah. It was the one best picture. There you are. One best picture. Uh, man, man this movie's so great. I, I, I love Silence yeah, of the Lambs. I, I remember watching it. it recently. Um, a little outdated in some parts of no, the yeah, movie. No, yeah, it is. Uh, it is outdated. It's a, it's a movie of its time. Movie of its time. I've recently also just watched it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal movie. Um, screenplay is hella intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, cinematography. I I specifically love the framing of some shots. Yeah, where it gets up close and personal into the eyes. Yeah, of these maniacs. Yeah, I love I love those shots. Those or inter- the fear of Jodie Foster. Oh, it's so yeah. so fucking good. It's the yeah. reason why I won Best Picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The vulnerability that she has. Like, yes. she's not a. I know. With a lot of these movies, which is which is why I'm kind of impressed. She a lot of times male directors will like strip away like the feminine aspect of a character mm-hmm. and she'll be like, No, she's tough. She's she's a go getter. She's blah blah blah. And a woman like has many qualities. It's not just like if you're one thing. One thing. Like a woman isn't one thing. She shows toughness, brutality, but she's also vulnerable. She's like she's she's a woman. She's full like like the same reasons why I would call like a a a a guy character like super layered is because like of what he brings to the character and Jodie Foster brings everything to this character and she's so good in this movie, um, to like the how nervous she acts around because look, he's a cannibal. He eats people, Mm -hmm. right? But you see her try to be brave, and that's like you. It's like it's rare when you see someone trying to do something and failing, but that's like a good thing of yeah. the movie because it makes it real. She's trying to be brave around this insane fucking maniac who eats people. Uh, and the conversations that they have, the dynamics in play are just so good. And just he's reading her like a book, man, oh, yeah. the entire time. Um, like, obviously, we, we wouldn't be saying anything about this movie. Um, if it wasn't for um, uh, Anthony Hopkins' character, yes. uh, Hannibal Lecter, iconic, 
iconic character mm-hmm. iconic written character what a a weird awesome just crazy guy intelligent intelligent so smart so smart always a hundred steps ahead this movie just inspired a lot of the horror movies you see now yeah like a movie we reviewed recently like smile oh yeah when watching this movie i was like oh yeah Yeah. i i I could tell they took like some things but this movie's a classic like so many other horror movies just like learned from silence of the lambs they do right yeah uh oh wait okay we gotta watch the clips first yes we do yes we do so for now we're gonna start watching the clips first uh but we haven't talked about Wolf of Wall Street. We'll yeah. talk about it after this clip. Cool. One of my favorite clips. One of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yeah. Actually, should we watch the Silence of the Lamb clips since we already talked about the Silence of the Lamb? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's watch let's it first. That. Yeah. Because I, I want to talk about in depth the Wolf of Wall Street after this clip. Yeah, let's go. I'm down. Because it, oh, that scene, that's one of my favorite scenes of the movie. This I one? love that shit. I yeah. love that scene. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, do, let's do the, since we're in the Silence of the Lambs already. Are you strong enough to point that high powered perception at yourself? about it why don't you why don't you look at yourself and write down what you see a census taker once tried to test me i ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice chianti you fly back to school now little starting the little that that anthony hopkins does so good, man. He's uh, incredible performances from both of them. Both of them in that scene, especially. She's all-star. trying to challenge him. She's yeah. trying to be like, like all all that you're reading. You're reading me. Read yourself. Yeah. And he's like, you know what you say you are. You know what you say you're you not, are. You're not that smart. Yeah. And he's just like, I ate someone <laughs> with fava beans, and then just uh, <laughs> scares the shit out of her. Yeah. And he's like, go fly, fly away. Like God. just the mind games God. happening in that one scene, man. It's. It's so good. It's incredible. It's incredible. Uh, the the reveal at the end that she's not, or that she's at the at the house of the uh, yes at the the Bill uh, no Buffalo Bill Buffalo Bill. She's at Buffalo Bill's house, and they they're the cops, matched with with the scene from oh my the God. cops raiding like the one of the, the home they think is Buffalo Bill's. One of the best edited sequences oh I've my, seen in a while. They open the door and it's dude, quiet. Oh, dude. It's, I was like, oh, like, usually I'm not one to like guess shit because I'm like, I'm just going to see where the movie takes me. That's kind of where I am. I was like, I was like, oh, a lot of films fuck. took from that, that yeah. specific idea of, of matching, match cutting, matching, match cutting the scenes, the different locations, reveals. reveals. Um, who did that recently? Oh my God. I'm pretty sure someone did that recently for the, sure. The, the book, no, the phone, the black phone. The black phone? Oh, yes, it did go. it recently. There we go. See, so that's that's the main thing. Like, this movie is so inspirational, yeah. man. Like, for it to win Best Picture as a horror movie, and like, um, I know I saw a lot of pe- a lot of people comment on YouTube. They were saying, "No, nah, no one remembers this movie. It's just a Best Picture winner." Like, who? No, dude, it's inspired a lot of shit that you love. What like, like that thing where it's like, I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. This is Who your favorite. Who's saying that, bro? Dude, comments. You know what's funny? Cool. When I was doing this, a lot of the, these movies, we're at the age yeah. where when we grew up, mm-hmm. a lot of our parents, our uncles, tias, whatever, were showing us movies they grew up with from yeah. the 90s. Yeah. A lot of these movies are from the 90s, from yeah. the, the 80s, 70s. It's like, hey, watch this movie. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. And uh, I, I could see a lot of the <laughs> younger Gen Zs just... Yeah. Didn't get that. Yeah. Didn't, they, they don't see why this is influential. Yeah. 
Which they should. It hurts. They should see. It's just, it's a phenomenal movie from start to finish. Fire movie. I mean, the ending spawned like a bunch of sequels too. No. It did. Um, well, a perfect ending though. Amazing I love it. ending. I love it. Um, uh, let's talk about the, the Wolf of Wall Street. One of my favorite clips from, one of my favorite scenes from the Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, sir. Shut the fuck up. I'm serious. I know. Yeah. Dude. The, the size cured cancer. Yeah, they, that's the problem. It did cure cancer. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. This movie is fucking hilarious. Yeah. You can tell. Like, you have to have a master at work. There's a lot of improv going on in that scene because yeah. of the of the different angles of that shot. So all of the coverages. Uh-huh. Like, you can tell, like, they're not perfectly, like, the same on scene. Script. It's like, boom, boom. Oh, they yeah. grab you from different clips. And it just works all seamlessly so well. Scorsese, man. Scorsese, man. Um, I think Jonah Hill in an interview with like Howard Stern, he's like he's the he's a master, and then David Stern asks him like how like why is he master? Because he's an advanced problem solver. He what 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 it takes a regular director the time to solve a problem he does it in like two seconds. He knows exactly what to do, how to do it, how to solve that issue really quickly. And you can see like all those cuts and all this like that's in the editing room. I know he was having fun in yeah. there, like. He was he was like seventy years old making this movie. That's fucking crazy. The, the energy, Don't remind me of his age. The energy dude. that this I know, man. The, the energy that this movie has is insane. When you like, Marcus says he was how old when he made this movie? Fuck. Oh my god, bro! He's still pumping out classics. Pumping like, out classics, like it's man. Nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing, man. This movie's phenomenal. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jonah Hill is like transcendent in this mm-hmm, movie. Mm-hmm. This is. Whenever someone talks to me about like performances, I'm like, oh, I think about Moneyball. I think about um, what's another movie that he's really good in? Super bad. Super bad. F- fuck. Super bad. Moneyball. But I'm like, but Moneyball nah. was when he stopped getting like typecasted. Yeah. To be like the fat, funny guy. Yeah. And take him more seriously. And yeah. Scorsese saw that. I was like, he's nah. my guy. Yeah, he's my guy. But be funny. And but he's dude, fucking hilarious in he, here. This is to another level. Bar none, one of the best performances in a in like in Did a he comedy. Win best for sure he was nominated. I think for he was nominated sure. for sure, yeah. Um, but um, it's so funny because in an interview, they asked him, like, like, how was it working with Scorsese? He's like, I took the minimum pay. Like, this was my film school. Like, they offered me, they were like, well, we won't be able to afford you. He's like, no, 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 no. I want the minimum pay. I don't give a fuck what I get paid. Like, I want to work with Scorsese. And you can tell, man, this he was having fun, working his ass off. This movie this is so a funny. Blast. Yeah, like, I always think about that scene when... um. And Jonah Hill's first introduced, and he's like, "Like, uh, what do you work? What do you work?" And he's like, "Oh, like I do bonds and all that stuff." And he's like, "Well, how much do you make?" Because I see that movie. He's like, "He's like, uh, a lot, of, quite a lot." It's like, "Well, how much?" It's like I made thirty five thousand last month, and he's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like I don't believe you. If you show me a pay sub right now for thirty five thousand dollars, I'll quit my job right now. And then just a quick cut. I'm just, hey, no nah, man, listen, it's uh. I quit, and it's just like this stuff, the the nature and the voice, the voiceover, the narration of this movie. It's just so good. Jonah Hill, seeing where he's talking about his cousin, his wife, <laughs> is one of the funniest shit I've ever seen. 
they have a com. This movie has a conversation, like about a party and how they're including like short people and how they're gonna throw them like bin like pinballs, and then you're like, oh my god, this is horrible, but it's like the funniest shit in the world, and I can definitely. This is the quintessential. Like, no, they're having a good time. I want to be like them. They're yeah. having the time of their life. They're getting rich, getting money. They have a bunch of women. They don't give a fuck. And at the very end of the movie, yeah, this is not the lifestyle you want to live. And then film bros completely ignore that. They're like, I want to live the way Jordan Belfort lives. Now they're That's buying like, Now they're yeah. buying subscription plans to yeah. whatever course he's dropping today. Yeah. Today. Today. Sell me this pen. Yeah. That's how it starts. Exactly. Yeah. Um, iconic movie. There was a lot of Scorsese movies that we wanted to include, but we, we ended up choosing this one and another oh, one. Oh, yeah. A lot of these uh, filmmakers yeah. have more than two movies because yeah. you're going to see there's we chose two movies from the directors. Uh, yeah, they could We could have had more, but yeah. we wanted yeah. to limit them. We wanted to include more filmmakers yeah. in here. Um, but yeah, so... It could have been Scorsese, Tarantino, uh, Phil, yeah. and just a landmine the of this The entire Nolan and all that stuff. Yeah. All right, so... Fuck. Brian, I asked you the question. Number four, I mean, number three, The Wolf of Wall Street versus number 14, Silence of the Lambs. Who is moving on? Ah, this is hard, man. Yeah, this, this is, is hard. fucking tough. This is where it gets Two tough. Two of these movies are phenomenal, yep. dude. They're, they're so great. Yep. But I'm going to have to give it to The Wolf of Wall Street. All right. I'm sorry. A lot of these movies are so phenomenal that they're just going to get knocked out first round. Yeah. Like, maybe not, but... Because I have some things that I want to do. If we do, if we aren't sure, yeah. if we're split, yeah. uh, we do have we'll, one. We'll find that out later. Yeah, we'll surprise. find that out later. We'll surprise it. But what do you what do you think? Um, I did only see The Silence of the Lambs recently. Mm-hmm. And I've seen The Wolf Wash it like three times. You know, I have it on Blu-ray. It's like, it's like a fun watch. Whenever you want to have a fun time, just we'll put it on this movie. But The Silence of the Lambs is so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I was genuinely so surprised at how good it was. I can see why people call it a classic. It Um, is a classic. So I'm going with... Nah, I'm going with The Wolf of Wall Street. You're going with The Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, it's a tough... Why'd you end up going? What? I hate to be this guy to say, I just want to watch a movie that's like a fun time and all that stuff. But the thing is, the filmmaking involved is so good, regardless of me having a fun time with it. Like, The the Silence of the Lambs is a phenomenal movie. Mm-hmm. I could probably watch it again. I, I probably will. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. the rewatchability of I'm The so, Waffle Watch. Silence of the Lambs is super influential. Super in, in influential. Thriller. I, I'm going to use it. Mm-hmm. Whenever I write stuff, yes. like, that's how I'm going to. Yes. That's, that's how influential it is. But the Wolf of Wall Street, man, it just does something to me. I think it does to a lot of guys, and guys take it the wrong way. Yeah. But it just does something to me. There's a lot to learn from this movie as well. It is. As a like film. Like, we're talking about, like, like, the different cuts and stuff. Dude, as, angles. A, as a filmmaker, yeah. Scorsese is the go-to, man. Like, this movie especially, like, comedic timing, just timing, pacing in general. This is a three-hour fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Does not feel like it at Flies all. Flies by. It is, like, one of the most well-paced movies i've ever seen like the editing is phenomenal and just it, for that reason alone i'm picking the wolf of wall street it's a tough one but i'm picking the wolf it's of wall moving street. on it's moving on silence of the lambs i'm sorry silence. great movie if you've never watched silence of the lambs yeah please go do yeah. yourself a favor yeah watch the movie watch the movie all right okay so all right for our next our next matchup, matchup 
Number four. What is the number four seed, Brian? Number four seed is... Wait, I think... Was there a number five seed? One, two, three, four. Yeah, four seed. No country for old man. The Coen Bros. The Coen Bros, man. Some it's, say they're best film. Some say they're best film. And uh, the number 13 seed, what is it? Ex Machina. Oh, my God. I was so scared a, for a this newer matchup. Film, a newer, bro, movie. newer film. Newer film. But it's film, bro, nonetheless. Yeah, I think it... Um, 2015, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, too. Yeah. The Wolf of Washington was also number 15, which is crazy. 2015, I mean. Damn. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, no, 2014. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I think it was 2014. Uh, let's watch a, a clip from No Country for Old Men. Let's do it. Let me ask you something. Such a fucking good scene, as I will say. If the rule you followed, Roger of is, of what use was the rule? Do you have any idea how crazy you are? <laughs> In the nature of this conversation? I mean the nature of you. Oh, God. In the nature of you. you. No, no, no. And then no. he just doesn't respond. Like, nope. Well, <laughs> we're here. We're here. That, there's a, a scene, there's a scene breakdown video. I think it's I forgot the name of the channel. They're so good. Um, I used to watch them all the time. Yeah, they break down this scene. It is a fun. This scene is a phenomenal scene, right? Because obviously we can talk about the coin flip scene. Yeah, there's a lot of I phenomenal. I the coin flip scene, but this one, this one, this one right here mm -hmm. is one of the ones where, like the first time watching it, I was I paused it during the coin flip scene. This one, I had to take a break. Yeah. I was so tense in this scene. And then I'm like chuckling. And then I'm like, dude, what is happening right now? What is going on with me? I, I love the, the intro to, to the scene where yeah. he, he walks up the stairs and right then he's just him. right behind right, him. Just, I, watching this as a kid scared the living no, shit out no, of yeah. me. We saw, I was scared of Anton, bro. Yeah, we just was, him walking up with a shotgun. I was like, let's go to your room. Yeah, let's go to your room. Dude, I was like 17, 16 when, this, when I saw it first, yeah. the first time. Scared shitless. Mm -hmm. Like a horror movie will have me scared and stuff, but I was petrified watching that's, that's these. That's the scenes. thing about the Coen brothers. Yeah, man. They can make you scared for your life, but also laugh. I'm gonna make like you chuckle. laugh. I'm gonna make you laugh in this one scene where you're scared as fuck. Yeah. And the pauses at the Coen brothers, the pauses in this movie, like the beats, the amount of time that the shot lingers on it, you're like, if I the oh, this is the moment, this is the moment, and then it cuts and it's the cut scares you. Yeah. The cutting of a shot as a viewer, scared me. Where I was like, oh, it's I'm just a cut. I'm stressed just thinking I'm, about this. I'm stressed thinking about this. And then in this scene alone, the phone rings. Yeah. Right? Woody Harrelson reacts. Anton Chigurh does it, literally looking straight at him. And he's like... With the barrel pointed to his face. Yep. And in that scene, like the in the in the screen breakdown, um, they, they like talk about like how, why they think Anton Chigurh acts this way and like reacts a certain way because whenever Woody Harrelson's character reacts to that phone call, Anton Chigurh is just looking straight at him and is like, not curious, but it's like, oh, I figured it out. Like, in that scene, he wanted to see if Woody Harrelson knew if he was going to die. Mm -hmm. And by him jumping with that phone phone call, the phone ringing, it's like, oh, you were waiting for me to shoot you. So now I know I'm going to shoot you. Just, it's like, dude. Woody what Harrelson's face throughout this entire scene, it, it's 
holding it's the his broom. perfect face of no, like, yeah. I'm about to die. I'm, I'm holding my breath. And I don't, I don't know, know how to live my last moments. I don't know when Earth. it's happening too. Yeah. Because he's just like waiting for it. Then Antochagor says something. So he responds back. Then he's like, you're crazy. Right? He's just, he doesn't know how to react. Yeah. He's like, this is my last moments alive. And I don't know what to do. Incredible. Incredible filmmaking. This is going to be a tough one to beat in this bracket. And it is going up against a very tough opponent right off the bat. What were you doing with Ava? What? You tore up her picture. I'm going to tear up the fucking dance floor, dude. Check it out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I I'm gonna stop it there. There's, there's a lot more scenes that I that I could have. Nah, from, that's the best scene. But I loved this. You tore scene. up your entire room. I want to tear up the fucking dance floor. Watch this. Oh my god. This is such a hard decision for me because Ex Machina is one of my absolute favorite science fiction movies of yep. all time. Mine too. And we did a, we did an episode. A whole breakdown two scene by scene two episodes part one and part two where we broke down scene by scene ex machina um if you go back to one of our earliest mm -hmm. videos our earliest podcast so you do know how much we love ex machina mm -hmm. so, love this movie. so this is like so tough for me i can't decide right now because ex machina alex garland is a genius you know, i first watched this movie in my computer science class freshman year of college. Dude, I remember that conversation. I didn't, I didn't end up graduating from computer science. <laughs> I switched my major right after that. Yeah. Um, but I was in a philosophy class. And the, the, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not going to roast anybody. But the entire, not the entire classroom, few select students in the classroom. There's this energy, this vibe of a film bro, I guess. Yeah. It's the typical film bro. Yeah. And of just like, oh, there's a... So woman on screen, get the woman off of here, uh, type thing. And I remember this guy saying that we went, we went to high school with him. I'm not gonna say his name. Okay. Um, the professor was like, "Who said that?" He was no like, way. "Get up." He's like, "You said that? Shut the fuck up." Oh like, my god! Don't talk like that in my classroom. He's like, "Don't be fucking weird." I'm, my professor didn't give a shit. And then we ended up watching this movie, but because of like the entire aspect of like. What is a human? We learned a lot about like consciousness and all of that. And it's just like the prototypical, like this is like people can take the wrong ideas from this movie yeah. to another fucking level. Yeah. And it, it was just weird seeing that, like just the energy and vibe of my classroom to yeah. us watching this movie at the end of the semester. It's, it's funny. Yeah. I, I think what a, what a badass professor actually. Too, oh, he's really cool. Yeah. yeah. But that perfectly sums it up, man. Yeah. That perfectly sums it up. I film bro. I think that story. And I remember having a conversation about ex machina with you in the parking lot of our college campus. Yeah. And this is where we had that idea. I was like, that typical idea of like, should we start? Should we start a podcast, podcast? bro? Yeah, dude. But that was like the beginnings of like, maybe we should, like when we were like super young and stuff like that. But yeah, I think this movie holds a special place in my heart. Mm -hmm. I remember being just transfixed by this movie. I was like, dude, this is. I was, this was, I was like my second year getting into movies for real. Because 2014 was the first year. So 2013, 2014, and 2015 happened in Ex Machina. I'm in the gist of it. I'm a film bro. Yeah. I'm a full-on film bro. So this one, I was like, fuck me. This is such a good movie. And um, now this, it's all led me to this moment where I have to pick between No Country for Old Men and you Ex Machina. The, you, you make the first decision. I'm going to think out loud here. All right. 
there's a couple of reasons why I want both of these movies to advance. Obviously, they cannot. Um, reason number one, filmmaking-wise, perfect, both of them. Not a single flaw, right? Um, some of these both challenge me as a filmmaker. They challenge me as like a human being. They challenge me on... I don't even think the right word challenge me. They and they give me insight on human behavior that I wasn't aware of before, right? Or that I wasn't really, you know, that I didn't really know, right? Um, and they have some of the most brutal scenes imaginable, some of the most tense moments imaginable. And the screenplay for both of these is just phenomenal. Um but with that being said, I have to choose the better of the movie, which is very difficult for me to say. But I just have to because it is what it is. This build up. Fuck. It, it's going to be no country for old men. And it's the better of the movies by a slight margin. Right? Ex Machina is a phenomenal movie. But I'm sorry. You're going to have to be put to bed. Yeah, we love you, Ex Machina. We love I'm, you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll with you. I'm gonna, yeah. Choose no country for old men. No country for old men. Just, it's when you have. I'm gonna keep saying this: world class filmmakers, <laughs> literally, making bangers like this. Yeah. Like Ex Machina is like a directorial debut. Mm-hmm. All right, let's think about that for That's a second. A great directorial debut. It's insane. But you're talking about some masters at work here. Yeah. No country for old men. Listen, a lot of film bro movies are exceptional. No, but phenomenal. Majority of them are exceptional. So that's why this bracket is going to be insanely hard. Yeah. Future brackets we do might be easier than this, but this one, this one, I want, I want to start off with a bang. What is the best film bro movie? I'm sorry, Ex Machina. You're, you're You're not it. You're cut. You're cut. I'm sorry, man. And, uh, and this is one of the hardest ones. I, but I have to go with my gut and. It's telling me no. I, I agree with you for all the reasons that, that you just said. No. Um, it's one of my favorite movies, No Country for Old Men. That, that one scene is one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Uh, people talk about the coin flip scene. The coin flip scene is amazing. Yeah. The, the, the cinematography from Roger Deakins is... The lack of score. The lack the, of score. Tommy Lee Jones monologue at the end. Yeah. yeah. The, oh, my God. The scene with him and, and his, and his uh, brother, his cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The scene where Anton Chigurh goes with... Um, oh, my God. The wife at the very end of the movie. Yeah. And is just the filmmaking involved there where you don't see what happening, but you know exactly what the fuck happened. Mm-hmm. And it's just phenomenal filmmaking. Like, this is S tier, if you will. Like, this movie is S tier. It is S tier. Um, Yeah. So moving on to our next matchup. Moving on to our next matchup. What do we have? We have number five, Whiplash 2014 versus the number 12 seed, the Matrix. Holy shit. This is a tough one. Wanna watch a clip first? Let's watch the clip. Let's Wh- watch a clip from Whiplash. Alright. Iconic scene right here. It's gonna be a short one. Yeah, no worries. He's nervous. He's nervous. He's getting ready to perform Whiplash. He's performed like the, a bunch of final times. Final scene. Final scene. Here comes Fletcher. On stage. You think I'm fucking stupid? What? I know 
with you. God damn it, bro. In the, th in the theater, you're like, holy shit. You think I'm fucking stupid? His face changed to being like nervous but excited to yeah. being nervous and like soul crushing. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm fucked. No, yeah. You think I'm fucking stupid? Yeah. I know it was you. Good fucking luck. Incredible. Oh my goodness, man. And then just the end sequence, dude. Just yeah. 10 minutes of just, I'm going to play the fuck out of these drums. <laughs> and you're going to watch. And you're going to enjoy. I love this movie. Yep. I and, love this movie. Yep. And this is where the, the, the classic question, like, like what like what happens at the end like who wins like or what did you learn what did you learn movie? from this movie and it's like oh who was right who was right oh ne fletcher was look at what he created damn bro i see i see who you are you're kobe bryant <laughs> r.i.p man i love kobe but my, he, my, my my friend asked me this question goes so what do you think brian D do you need to do now basically be abused to create excellent art and i told him i said hey in my honest opinion, mm -hmm. the because they're, they're not talking about oh let's just make something good. They're like, yeah, are you the best? Are you the best of the best? I want the best. Yeah, and I told him I said, hey, the best of the best is going to come out anyway. Yeah, whatever which way they come out, if it's through this, then maybe. No, but they do not need that. They do not need the level abuse. of abuse Fletcher yeah. is willing to just dish out. I think. I think. Um. There's there's certain people who tend to, to 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 view the lesson as like, okay, I have to work as hard as I can like Neiman, and I have to have the right people surrounding me like Fletcher holding me accountable and just like digging into me. I'm not a bitch. Like I I can take it. I if you can't take this and you you don't want to be great, and they take that lesson and yeah. which is like okay, I, I I guess like that the whole abuse thing like is not worth it to you because you want to be great regardless but there are there is greatness in this world that wasn't made from abuse that didn't need a symbol thrown at their fucking head yeah they didn't need a symbol <laughs> thrown at their fucking they didn't, they didn't need to be sabotaged in yeah. front of hundreds of uh, super important people like yeah. there is this the clip of the father seeing his son right at the very end where he's drumming his he's drumming his heart out Neiman is and the dad's looking through the the, the door the little crack of the door and people say, oh, my God, he's inspired. His son yeah, is doing exactly. this. And it's like his son finally reached his greatness. And his dad's like, no, oh, my God, he was worried. right. No, this, he lost his son. Yeah. His son is gone forever. And that's the thing about, <clears throat> about art in general and about this movie. The movie's not telling you mm -mm. which way to think. This is all about perspective. And that's what good art is about. Yeah, I think you do need someone to push you. You do. If, if not, you're not going to you're not doing work it. as hard. Yeah. But you do not need to fucking almost be killed. Yeah. Like that car crash scene. Yeah. And, and I think the movie does have a side. Like the movie definitely does have an answer, like its own answer, mm -hmm. right? Of the way Fletcher talks to him in the very beginning. The the shit that he says to him, I have never heard that, even in locker room talk. Like yeah. that is like, whoa, what the fuck are you saying right now, Fletcher? It is like... Next level. Next level shit, right? And so, yeah, I think the film bros come out, especially with this movie. And it's like, you're not about it. You can't take what Fletcher's doing. I can take it. Yeah. No, you can't. No, shut you up. can't. Shut up. No, you can't. Shut up. Yeah. And so, what a phenomenal movie. 
another directorial debut. Dang. Insane, bro. Whiplash God, is your first fucking dang. movie. Get out of here, bro. No, get out of here. Get out. The script must have been that good. Yeah, he made it as a short film first. Really? Yeah, he okay. that that one scene, the the opening scene with Fletcher and him. Really? Okay. Not the opening scene, the one where like they first practice. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was like a short to sell the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, what a phenomenal a new movie. classic. A new a new classic going against the uh, classic, uh, the action movie science fiction classic, The Matrix. We're gonna watch a quick clip from The Matrix. Yes. Favorite scene. Be honest. He knows more than you can imagine. At last. Welcome. Listen, you. at last. At last. My favorite scene in the entire fuck. I watched this, I rewatched this movie recently. And th- this entire sequence of. Neo, uh, they, they they get Neo. They put him in the car. It's raining, and you see like the 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 drops yeah. on on the back on the windshield yeah. of the car, and it looks like it's like green smoke on the outside. And it looks like code falling down. I know, so good. This it's driving all the way to here to meet Morpheus. We're Morpheus, bro. Lightning strikes. Yeah, at last. At last. Ah, uh, and people give me like, more. Inject me. People are like, "Oh, this is cliche." No, no, Dude, no, no, no. What? No, 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 no. That's the like, that's the epitome. Like all the cliches happen because of this. Yes. You know what I mean? Like this is it. This is the movie, the quintessential action, action. sci-fi, mm-hmm. like the Matrix. Uh, it does something to me, man. Yeah. Um, I know I said that with the Wolf of Wall Street, but this invokes every single filmmaking dream that I've ever had. It's all on screen. This is my favorite scene. The entire moment of Neo and Morpheus first talking. Yeah. And my favorite. And again, the red pill, blue pill. Right. This is Sneeko's favorite movie. This is Sneeko's favorite movie. And he doesn't, he doesn't know the movie at all. Right. Uh, people misinterpret this imagine people finally watching the matrix for the first time because yeah. of sneak no yeah literally like oh my god i gotta get out of the matrix <laughs> no nah, man this is cringe but no nah, but the thing is about this movie it is so inspirational it is so ahead of its time this movie does not look like it was it looked like it was made last year bro mm-hmm. especially if you look at the 4k rendering all that stuff you're like what the fuck the wachowski's siblings were on one this is like one of the best action movies I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, the action in this is so beautiful and elegant, and it's just you see everything, Brian. Like they they don't even cut that much. Like they don't even cut between. They let you see the entire thing. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Uh, uh, let me pull up the cast because um, I want to get everyone's names right. All right, so we have Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, Lawrence Fishburne, Hugo Weaving. Everyone. They're a game, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the action sequences. They're doing that shit. They are like Carrie Ann Moss. There's a scene in the um, if you go look the behind the scenes of the movie, where um the shootout scene, right? Um, when Neo and and and, and Trinity are there, they're going to rescue Morpheus. So that shootout scene in the very beginning, right of the building, she has to do that flip off that wall. Yeah, right. They have to shoot the scene right, and reset takes. Five hours to reset, like an insane amount of time to reset the whole scene because it's all practical. Yeah, that to reset the whole shit on the first try, 
twist her ankle bad, like a a big sprain. Like she can barely walk. That. Yeah, she can barely walk. And they're like, "Can you do this?" She's like, "No, I can do this." She has five hours to to wrap it to prepare. She has to nail the scene because not if she doesn't nail the scene, they have to reset for another one, right? Another like five hours. She's like, "No, I got it." Literally does it perfectly the second time. At the end, she's like in pain. A trooper, bro. Like this movie, like they don't make them like this anymore. That, that's man. why I give a lot of newer blockbusters a lot of flack yeah. for not being as practical as I like them to be because we got we have the Matrix classics. It's like that's your answer, yeah. man. That that is your answer. Yeah. I know the joke. What, what what is the answer? Like what yeah. what's the meaning of this movie? No, no, no this that's all you just watch it yeah yeah and for it to be like a, an allegory for like um trans people mm-hmm. uh with the wachowskis um you know putting that into their movie the entire time hugo weaving agents been just like mr anderson's like no my name is mr neo. anderson mr anderson no my name is neo yeah. the entire time my name is neo no no my name is neo, neo. and it's just the the nature of 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 just the whole mythos of the one, right? Yeah. Being the one, mm-hmm. believing in yourself, of fate. Do you believe in fate? That my favorite scene is when they go see the oracle. It's my favorite yeah. scene, right? And he walks in, and she's like, "Be careful with the, with the the plants, the like the the lamp." And he's like, "What?" And he knocks it over and breaks over. it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. And he's like, "No, don't worry." But I did say, "Be careful with the plant." But the real question is, would you have broken it if I didn't say be careful with the plant? And it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then this whole philosophy. It's a mind fuck. Yeah, this whole philosophy where like she told him exactly what she needed to tell him for him to believe that he was the one. Yep. You're not. You're not the one. But everyone else thinks you are. So you have to make a decision. Are you going to cha- Are you gonna save yourself? Or are you going to cha- uh, save Morpheus? This movie is the one. This movie is the one, man. This movie is injected into this this injected into my veins yeah. i want this i want costume design i want the matrix coursing through my veins overall vibe the score it dude has this the one of my bro scores. elements yeah of just badass badass right? man inject cool this one into characters. my veins i fucking love this movie i i need it in my in my head so brian i'm gonna ask you the question who's moving on number five whiplash or number 12 the matrix the matrix the matrix is moving on it's it's too fucking good. Yeah, the it's Matrix so is moving on for me good, too, man. We talked about Silence of the Lambs being influential in terms no. of horror thriller. This is this is it. This is it. This is influential in terms of action blockbuster yeah. thriller m- movies in general. The Whiplash could probably win at another bracket. It is a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Um. The the Matrix is moving on. The Matrix is moving on. All right. So we have our number six seed, Inception. Versus our number 11th seed, Scott, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim versus, versus the world. The motherfucking world. The motherfucking world. Uh, let's watch a couple clips from these movies. I bet. Was not a part of the plan. He's dying for God's sake. Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. He's in agony. I'm waking him up. No. It won't wake him up. What do you mean it won't wake him up? It won't him wake up. him up. When we die in a dream, we wake up. Not from this. We do have any sedated to wake up that way. Right, so what happens when we die? I drop in a limbo. Are you serious? Limbo? Unconstructed dream space. Well, what the hell is down there? Just raw, infinite subconscious. Nothing is down there. Except for whatever might have been left behind by anyone sharing the dream who's been trapped there before. Which, in our case, is just you. 
How long can we be stuck there? I can't even think about trying to escape until the sedation How is eased. Decades. It could be infinite. I don't know. Ask him. He's the one who's been there. Just get him upstairs. Oh, great. Thank you. You know what's interesting? We just yeah. talked about The Matrix. Yeah. This movie's so influential from The Matrix. Oh, yeah. The movie takes a lot from The Matrix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so much. Yeah. The actions, the the setting up of the world, yep. the rules. Um, super influential. That is Christopher Nolan's Inception. Inception. We just watched that clip. Um, what is the limbo? What is all that stuff? The dream sequences. Um, it's a really good movie. I love the Inception. It's really good. I love Inception. I remember the first time I watched it. Again, film bro. I was like... This is the greatest movie ever made. The ending. The ending. Is it a dream? Is it not a dream? Um, it's iconic, man. Um, the spinning top. Leonardo DiCaprio is great. Another Leonardo DiCaprio movie. So, um, phenomenal. Christopher Nolan is a phenomenal director. Um, yeah, it's it's one of the best. One of the best action movies. Yes. In the past. Set, like the, the production value. Like the last oh my God. Two decades. One of the best action it's movies. fucking insane. The, uh, the, the yeah. spinning room scenes. Yeah. It's crazy. It's just phenomenal. Phenomenal work, man. Yeah. Uh, Moving on to Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. See this. Our number 11 seed. My favorite scene. You know? Oh, no. So good. That is my that is my favorite scene from that movie. Yeah. Um, the buildup of like, it's just the whole buildup of that scene is phenomenal because the editing is the star of the show, right? The direct mm-hmm. Edgar Wright's editing and direction, the tone is the star, right? Everyone else is doing their part and they're doing it phenomenally, but that is the the whole editing is the star. Yep. You are following the editing, and it is a storyteller. It is a narrator, if you will. Just Michael Sarah, like um, that that guy. Uh, the do you know all the people on the band? And he says all of them, and and then uh, it starts with I know, right? And then the song starts playing, and then Brie Larson's like, oh yeah, right, mm-hmm. responding to her, but uh, into like just through the script responding to her, and he's like, you know, and then she's like, oh yeah, <laughs> he's like. I she's like she nods her head and he's like oh no and then she's like oh yeah and then just the the start of the song just phenomenally just phenomenally edited everything is so fucking good and clever like oh my gosh Edgar Wright was on one when he made this yep. movie like that whole scene I love I love when when films do that obviously it has to be a specific tone when carrot other characters answer the question but they're not in the conversation yeah. through their actions and stuff like that. Phenomenal, this is man. Probably my favorite Edgar, Edgar Wright movie. It is. I think. Yeah, it's my favorite Edgar Wright. Hot Fuzz uh, is up there, but Hot I love Hot Fuzz is up there. But I love uh, this movie. It has everything. It has everything. It's hilarious. It is. It's so funny. It's the one of the funniest action, movies. The yeah. editing, like you said. Talk about the Matrix. Like the action in the Matrix is very similar to what Scott Pilgrim tries to emulate. Yeah. Especially when like 100%. when Michael Sarah was just like boom, 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 blocking, fighting Chris Evans, who's in this mm-hmm. movie too. All the action sequences are great in this movie. And they're very vibrant and they're very um 
They're playful. not one note. Yeah, they're very yeah. playful. They're very d- depending on who it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's very unique. Each fighting sequence. They're not all the same. Uh, phenomenal movie. Film bro movie. Film bro uh, movie. The main character having like, well, I, what, he has like so many like exes and girlfriends, yeah. and he's like it's so it's so toxic oh, between she, she, all she of does. them. She does. She does. But, but he. Yeah. But he also. Yeah. Is like treats them like yeah. shit. Knives. He treats knives like shit. Yeah. She's also like seventeen. Yeah. Uh, dude, Come on, Scott. There's a theme in this film, bro. Scotty. And list that it's. Yeah. We'll get to American Beauty later. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you haven't seen it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 no I, I know. I know about it, but it's okay. But yeah. um, um, this is earlier throughout the podcast or before the show. I was like, I figured out which one I'm gonna pick now, between these Ooh. two. And. It's clear for me. So uh, if you want to say some more things about these, this matchup, I'm going to let you go ahead. But I have my clear winner. Inception is amazing. I, the filmmaking, just talk about filmmaking in general. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about with Scorsese, like, like Nolan has it down pat in terms yeah. of creating like a, a world, building a world, building um, a mm-hmm. narrative. Yeah. Kind of like mind fucking you a little bit. I know this movie's like that's that, that's the idea. It's like oh my god, what the fuck does the ending mean, bro? Like oh my god, it's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. But honestly, like if if we really get down to it, like he really did create something special with Inception. Mm-hmm. Um, but Scott Pilgrim versus the World is, in my opinion, a more exciting, fun, mm-hmm. vibrant yeah. movie that I want to keep watching. Yeah. Uh, I'm I choose Scott Pilgrim versus the World. And uh, same for me. Same for me. This was this was one that was like, after I looked at it like a harder a little bit, I was looking at Nolan and I was like, I can't choose, I can't pick that. Why would I pick that? It's Scott Pilgrim. Listen, if you're, if you're sad about this choice, Nolan has another chance. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about him later. Yeah. I, um, uh, but Scott Pilgrim moves on. Scott Pilgrim moves on. And um, it's... It's pretty. It's pretty easy for me after a while because I, uh, all the this explaining that the characters have to do in order for you to understand Inception, it can get kind of tiring. Once you yeah. already know the rules, it's like okay, you have to relearn them again. It's like I don't want to anymore, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is moving on, and I feel like it's uh, it brings an extra, a different tone sure to is. the tournament. All right, our next matchup, we have two more matchups. In bracket A, mm-hmm. the number seven seed, A Clockwork Orange, Stanley Kubrick film, versus the number 10th seed, Nightcrawler, Jake Gyllenhaal. What are we thinking? Oh, wait, let's, which, well, which well, one should let's we watch? watch? Some, uh, let's watch a Clockwork Orange clip first. Okay, sounds uh, good. Let's see what we're getting into. Recently watched by Francisco. Yeah, recently watched. I've never seen a Clockwork Orange. You sure the pain is gone? You sure you don't be happy about in bed? <laughs> Let's get things nice and sparkling clear. A Clockwork Orange. It's, I think while watching this movie, right? I obviously it's about violence and it's about how society deals with violence and criminals and, and, and people. 
men, young men, mm-hmm. young boys, how society has affected them and how what they do, what they do. But there is like, uh, he's a little too good at that. Kubrick is. He's yeah. a little too good, man. But phenomenal movie, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's Kubrick. But yeah, man, this movie is. Uh, I can see if you're younger, man, you should not watch this. Is no, 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 I, no, I, no. I, I, usually I'm not about like age range. Like you, you can watch whatever you want. Like movies, mo- art is art. This movie is intense, and some of the themes could be lost, could be muddled. Mm-hmm. And if you're a film bro, you're definitely gonna get this shit muddled. Yep, really bad. And I can see why. All a lot of these film bros love a Clockwork Orange, right? It's not one of my favorite Kubricks. No, not mine either. Um, but I can see the 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 thing about Kubrick is his set design, the way he frames a shot is the framing it's, is amazing. It's obviously, excellent. Yeah. I, my, my my one my favorite trait of, of Kubrick is uh, the way he lights up a shot too. Yeah. Uh, it you have that one scene where he's inside the record store and like he's like bright lights can yeah are just like so they just bring you into this like intoxicating yeah world that uh, that our main characters is, is living in um mm-hmm. played by uh malcolm mcdowell yeah oh my gosh phenomenal so so great he's so menacing i know his dude. stare is like what a fucking weasel yeah i, I love the scene where he's uh in bed sick and his mom's like, you're going to be late for school. It's already past eight. And he goes, I've had a pain in my gullivar or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's just like laying down in bed and he ends up no, just hanging I, out. No, I should probably get ready for tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, well, I'll be off to the factory. Well, you have a good day at the factory, mom. Okay. It's up for four. Like, it, obviously, it's a, it's a, what is it, satire. It's yeah. a satire, right? Yeah. And just the performances, like, there's a performance in the performance, mm-hmm. right? He's like. Well, I need to be. I need to act like a good young boy here yeah. because that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And yeah, man, it, it's pretty genius. I think, like from the like for that time, I would be like, oh, yeah, this is, yeah, this is like something I've never seen before, mm-hmm. right? And there is elements of that. And so, obviously, pretty difficult to get through sometimes. Oh yeah, 100%. right. It was Kubrick. All the rules of pacing, all that stuff, go out the window with Kubrick. He's gonna make you look. He's gonna make you watch something, and he doesn't give a fuck if it's if, if you think it's too long, it's gonna be longer. <laughs> if you think it's too short, he's gonna make it shorter than that. Like he, the rules do not apply to Kubrick. No, and and uh, and I guess he's a talented filmmaker because of it, because he understands those rules and he just wants to break them all the time. Yep. Right. Like the framing of all of his shots are tell a story in and of itself yes the power dynamics at play um and the sound design like you get to hear it's echoey oh it's so echoey in the scene echoey like there's a echoey. lot of ones where like people voices echo and it's, it, like, it's like a it's he made that decision yeah yeah it's like you know we're in this empty space there's yeah. no one here no it's one's great. around it's like great. that's what he's trying to emulate mm-hmm. like, in this scene right here that you showed us, no one's around these boys are hoodlums by themselves yep doing whatever they fuck skipping they want to do skipping school no one's here bro you're going to hear that echo. Yeah, I love No it. one's around to tell him what to do, what not to do. That's why I chose this scene, mainly yeah. for the sound part. Yeah, it's yeah. so good, man. Uh, moving on to... This is a tough one. You're going up against a Kubrick film. This is a newer film as well. Nightcrawler. Um, let's see the scene that you chose. I can imagine that your contract is for that length of time and that next month's ratings directly affect that. So you're threatening that if I don't... I'm negotiating. You're threatening to stop selling to me. That's your choice. The true price of any item is what somebody's willing to pay for it. 
You want something, and I want you. To fuck you. And as a friend. Jesus Christ, friends don't pressure friends to fucking sleep with them. Actually, that's not true, Nina. Because as I'm sure you know, a friend is a gift you give yourself. Gosh, man. A performance for the ages. Yep, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. What a phenomenal actor. Very reminiscent of 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 Clockwork Orange, Martin McDowell. The the their eyes say it all. Mm -hmm. We have the Kubrick stare on one end, and on the other one we have a dead stare. Eyes widened. He said he wanted to emulate a coyote in the middle of the <laughs> Holy night. Holy shit! That's what he said. He literally said to get into character, he he would run like five miles in the middle of night with his eyes, training his eyes to be wide open. Just like he wanted to emulate like a coyote. I was like, bro, what? You can see, man. And again, method acting, film bros go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. Man. They love 100%, that shit. 100%. Um, there's a scene where he breaks the, where he's like screaming into the mirror. and Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and film bros are like, this is one of the greatest acting performances <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. Right? But there's uh, smaller moments in this movie that for me t give me the, the sense that this is one of his best performances, if not his best. Like small moments where he's by himself staring at things, staring at people, or he's plotting in the back of his head. You see all the plotting oh, yeah. in like his mm -hmm. eyes and the way he moves like dead bodies and he's just not phased by it. He's like smiling. He's like, I got the perfect shot for this. What it, like again, this has similar themes of whiplash, right? I want to be the best that I can be. I know my no worth. matter what, no like, matter what the cause, yeah. no matter what happens, no matter who the fuck I fuck up in the process, I'm gonna be the best. Are you in my way or are you not? Right. So you're in my way. I'm gonna have to take care of it. Yep. I'm gonna have to take care of it. I'm gonna take care of you. Um, again, emulating some film bro, some film bro philosophy where like you gotta be the best you gotta be and. And not even that. He wants more. He wants more. He wants to sleep with this person. Yeah. Yeah. She just offered you a job. Yep. But that's the thing. Yeah. These these people, I want more. People, yeah, I want more. No, I don't want to just be the best. I want, yeah. I want to be the very best and sleep with everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be I want to be with you. Yeah. And I don't care if you don't want to be with me. This is a negotiation. And I'm giving you something you can't refuse. Yep. What? What? And psychotic. People, psychotic. And look, because here's the thing. People can say, "Well, she's a bad person." Who gives a fuck if she's a bad <laughs> person? You don't do that shit. It's fucking weird. Right? Everyone's a bad person in this movie except for um, our boy Riz Ahmed. Oh yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Our boy, man. Oh man. R.I.P. But this movie's phenomenal. Yeah. This movie, I remember seeing this for the first time. I was like, oh, this is a uh, this is gonna be another classic right here. This is this is the yeah. one. This is one of like the first like film bro movies I I watched. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh my fucking god, this yeah. is insane. Yeah, dude. In the height of like when I first started getting to films, like this is it. Um, it changed me, bro. Yeah. So, Brian. This is this is a tough one for me. I love Kubrick. Uh huh. Nightcrawler is one of the first film book movies I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Or it's when I started getting really into film. Yeah. So when I started talking to you about it, like, dude, Nightcrawler is like Jake Gyllenhaal is fucking turning into a psycho. Oh my god! It's yeah. just like I didn't know this could be done. The found footage thing, like element to it. Mm -hmm. They're recording people. Yeah. They're like setting up things to make bad things happen. Yeah. It's excellent. Yeah. I don't know. Uh. I think I think I'm going Nightcrawler. 
Nightcrawler? Yeah, I think I think I go Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. Is it because of what made you not choose? A Clockwork Clock Orange is really long. It is no. It feels long. It feels it's long. It's the Kubrick effect. Yeah. Like, like I said before, pacing does not apply to him. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck about. There, it. There's a lot of films that are even longer than a Clockwork Orange that don't feel. This as is long like two as, hours. That don't feel as long as a Clockwork Orange. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And honestly, I don't need to see the violence because, like, no, that's the point. You get to see all the violence because then it gets done to him. Yeah, but I don't want to see it all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I understand. I get it. I don't need to see him raping. I don't need to see him beating people to death. I'm good, actually. I understand it. As a filmmaker, I understand. I'm choosing Nightcrawler. Yeah. Which is also pretty violent. No, the end. no, no, no. It is. But I feel like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain. It's a more conventional story. So it's easier to get through. Even though they're both phenomenal movies. Yeah. I think Nightcrawler is more entertaining too. That's the thing. Yes. It's made with more... The pacing is set for you to be entertained. To laugh. To... to, to I mean... I guess you I can I think laugh. this one's going to upset a lot of people. This is going to upset a lot of people. And let us know in the comments, in the video, or if, if anything, if you disagree. People really love like, the, the deep dive about Clockwork Orange. Yeah, they like, do. God, no, you don't understand. Like, he was like... This movie's about like the prison system. Yeah, like, it is. Which it is. It is. No, it's about every. It, you are correct, but I'm choosing Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. I, I I get you. I understand everything, bro. I'm going Nightcrawler. Me too. And not to say that I don't like. I love a Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. I saw it for the first time. I was like, this is a phenomenal what movie. What Kubrick did from the 50s to the 90s is an impeccable piece of filmography. You won't see that shit again. That no one can touch, in my opinion. Um, it's pretty hard. But Saying that he has better movies. No, he has better, way better movies. Yeah, and and yeah, I don't want to upset people, but this is what we're doing in this bracket. Oh yeah, the, like if you get upset, that's the name of the game. Mm-hmm. So, um, unanimously, we're kicking out one of the Kubrick films. We haven't disagreed once. We haven't disagreed once, which is kind of crazy because we have some heavy hitters. First right? rounds are usually easier. Yeah, you know? that's like, true. Yeah. The next one. So moving on, Nightcrawler the Ten match up. This one was my most fierce one. I I was the most scared for this one coming in, and I'm still the most scared for it now. <gasps> I don't know what I'm going to choose. We're going to have to have a conversation. Oh. We're going to have to have a conversation between us two. So what is our eighth seed, Brian? David Fincher's The Social Network. And what is what ninth seed is it going up against? Denis Villeneuve's <laughs> Blade Runner 2049. Two phenomenal movies i'll say right now the social network is my favorite fincher film um it's top two i always go between this and zodiac it could i think for right now it i'll say it's my favorite just for the conversation but then we got it but then we got a heavy hitter with blade runner 2049 denise some people call one of his masterpieces i'm one of the the few film bros that say all of his movies are masterpieces so they're all the same to me uh, uh, Dude, we're, we're like kind of film bros, but we're definitely a film bro for no. Denny is like yeah. I'm a, that's our guy. I'm gonna be a slut. I'm a slut for Denny. That's why we started that's, talking about movies. We yeah. just love the dude. Denny is my favorite filmmaker. Um, working today. Yeah, we love him. Um, we haven't even watched the clips yet. First, we're gonna watch a clip from the Social Network. This is my favorite scene. Let's hear it. 
I opened a new account and put $18,000 in it. Did I get you through the summer? Welcome to Facebook. That, you know what that reminds me of? What? So much. I just now realized the Wolf of Wall Street, man. Yeah. It literally, there's a lot of similar tones to it. Obviously, different tones. Different aspects of the movie. What a phenomenal scene. That literally tells you exactly who the fuck Mark Zuckerberg is. Mm-hmm. Where, he's, where his best friend is like, I have this plan. What, how, how do you feel? Ignores him. Goes to see Takes his, his money, product. too. Takes his money. Looks at the product of these two guys. Like, they're basically like, if you can code this... And you're drunk as fuck. Yeah. Then every fuck. three lines of code, take a shot. Every take a shot. five minutes, take a shot. Every ten minutes, take a shot. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Facebook, and he's celebrating. Everyone's celebrating, having a good time. Yeah. And Eduardo is like, "Yeah, this is a good time." And Mark Mark Zuckerberg's like, "This is mine. This is mine." Yep. I know you just gave me the money, but welcome to Facebook. I'm the one saying this. Yeah. Shit. I love it this. Perfectly thing. emulates the entire movie. Again, screenplay. David Fincher, what he does with Aaron Sorkin, right? Because Aaron Sorkin, Aaron Sorkin is one of the best screenplay writers working today. Mm-hmm. He sometimes writes a lot, and he can get full of himself, especially when he directs. Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. David Fincher knows how to cut all unnecessary yes. fat, and he's like, "I'm going to use the best part of your screenplay because all of it is really good. <laughs> I want to make it the best you've ever written. That's going to make it look like you wrote all you wrote the, exactly the way it was." And David Fincher just does it perfectly, bro. Perfectly. What a fucking master. What a G. He's the one that reminds me the closest, like working today, of like Kubrick. He's the one that's like, when I see a David Fincher movie, I'm like, I can see Kubrick making something similar to this. Um, Phenomenal movie. Just by that clip alone, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's better than Seven. But then I'll watch a clip of Seven. I'm like, no, Seven is better than Social Network. Uh, Fincher's a good. Fincher is one of the goats. One of the best working Going against against. the next movie, though. 2049, baby. 2049. I can fix that. You look like a good Joe. I don't know what to pick, bro. Dying for the right cause is the most human thing we can do. Wow, I don't man. know. I don't know what to pick, bro. Okay, real quick, do you see this video? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you see this one? Look, loneliness and madness. Look who's all yeah. in the... That's what I'm getting in my recommendations, dude. Just like so... It's like, what is this? Dude, loneliness and... Yeah, bro. Yeah, you, you're going to have to cleanse your fucking... I know, it's so annoying. <laughs> but what a phenomenal movie. What Denis does with Blade Runner 2049 is an impossible feat. Like, you're going, you're basically creating a sequel to one of the most beloved sci-fi movies of all time. And Ridley Scott, one of the best directors of all time, making this movie an instant classic. I don't know. And then this you one's make the hardest one. And then you make Blade Runner 2049, which a lot of people argue 
is better than the original, which I don't know. It's a toss-up for me. I don't know. I don't know I go which back one and is forth better. I um, I think. Yeah, I go back and forth too because I was for sure certain at one point that the original was better. Then I was for sure certain that twenty forty nine was better, and I don't know which one is better now. Um. Uh, but this isn't my favorite Denis. It's not my favorite Denis, but mm-hmm. but when you have two goats, yeah. When you have Denis, uh-huh. when you have Roger Deakins, yeah. And in my opinion, they're giving it just their all in terms yeah. of just visuals, mm-hmm. writing, eeriness, like cr- creating a feeling. Yeah, this movie creates a feeling mm-hmm. of just. Mindfuckery, also loneliness. Yeah. I don't know. Finding your place in the world. Yeah. Uh, th- l- he, this story is about what it means to be human from the perspective of a robot, right? Um, what it means to do the right thing. These are these are themes in every movie, right? But it's the way these themes are interwoven into the screenplay. Mm-hmm taking the lore from the original Blade Runner about what are you doing to your own kind? What is the police force doing to their own kind? What like this, this is so layered, right? Average Joe. What is, what does it mean to him to be an average Joe? What does it mean for him to be a Joe, a human? What does it mean for people? When, if someone called me an average Joe, I'd be like, damn, that kind of (laughs) sucks. But to him, Someone who desperately wants to feel human. For him to be an average Joe? What does that mean to him? Like, this, this is so layered. This is so... Like, Den- what De- what Denis has done with Blade Runner 2049 is, like, insane. Uh, I-, I just don't yeah, know what to pick. It's so hard. I don't know what to pick. Um... Um, fuck, this is tough. Do you have any cons of any of the movies of these two movies? Do you have anything that like you don't like? Uh, I'm shaking my head. No, um, I, I, I honestly don't know. Uh, maybe 2049 is a, is a bit too long, but even uh, then, I, I don't think so. I'm gonna, it's just like a maybe, it's like, eh, like on the worst day possible. Yeah, it is too long. I'm setting a stopwatch right now in the next two, in the next minute. We have to decide. Well, we have to decide our pick. So I'm sorry, starting it, n- starting it now. We have a minute. So let's get everything out. Let's think out loud. It's creating a world. Creating a world. Creating a world. World of, building of 2049. It's difficult. Visually itself. striking. I think Deacons is at his best right now. Mm-hmm. Or in this movie, I think Gosling just trying to convey emotion while also staying true to his character is is really hard to do, but he does it extremely well another gossing movie in the film bro podcast i think the score the i mean the film bro tournament the score is fucking just this phenomenal han zimmer han zimmer you have a lot it, of goats it might be my on. favorite han zimmer score you have a lot of goats working on this movie too many goats yeah. um, um but then the social, social network, network is just an idea of just what what a man has to lose no. by creating either the worst thing or the best thing possible friendship friendship i think what this what this what the social network does is take just the creation of facebook and make it like a shakespearean play 
You know yeah. what I mean? It makes yeah. it like a Shakespearean play where like it takes all of these like just decisions that the that this person makes and makes it hold weight. Everything that he if he chooses to do holds weight, ruins his friendship, ruins his life, ruins his love. The very beginning is a tragic opening. This girl that he likes, he thought was in a relationship with, breaks up with him. And she literally tells him, it's not because you're smarter than everyone or, you, or you're smart that people don't like you. It's because you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the beginning of the movie. Um, and our minute is up. Brian, what are you choosing? 2049. I'm choosing the social network. Oh! Here we go, ladies and oh. gentlemen. So because it's the two of us and we're split... Yep. How are we going to decide who what, wins? What's the decision ladies, maker? Ladies and gentlemen, this is a... We have a special guest. Oh, my God. Wait, who's walking into the studio right now? It's a, it's our buddy Anton. Anton Chigurh. Your, your From movie's, No Country? Wow. Your movie's in the second round. Congratulations, That's man. That's great, man. How are you doing? We made it out alive. Oh, you're not saying anything? He's All right. Not, well, you can just sit down if you like. So, Oh, you want to stand? Okay, you What can we're going to do with Anton over here, we're going to... He's going to do what he does best. Yeah. He's going to flip a coin. Oh, my God. Did you bring your coin? Iconic coin? Hand on sugar? Oh, my God. There it is. Look at it. We're letting fate decide this one. Yep. It's tough. You know, this you is have, the hardest matchup. Do you have any, do you have any words um, for this matchup, Anton? All right. He doesn't want to say anything. He's, um, he's quiet. Too. He's befuddled, I think. <laughs> I think it's because of this. He is does, a, yeah, he doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. Um, Anton, let's, uh, let's see that quarter. Let's see that quarter flip. I do. Okay. But yeah, Anton definitely has a quarter for Anton, sure. Anton has a quarter. He always has Thank, a quarter. Thanks, bud. Quarter. Um, there you are. Do you want me to flip it? I mean, here you go, Anton. Let's flip the quarter. Want to do it on the ground? Wait, what is what is heads and what is tails? Oh my God! Yeah. The most sorry, Anton. Part. Sorry, Anton. I don't want to waste your heads time. Heads is Blade Runner twenty four to nine. Tails is the Social Network. All right. Let's let it. Lay on the ground. Lay on the ground. I'm gonna. Uh, Anton is about to flip it. Oh my god! <gasps> it's tails. Oh my god! The social network. The social network is moves. Moving on. on. Thank you so much, Anton, for coming on to the yeah. show, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, give man. a round of applause for Anton Chigur. Um, we're probably gonna need you in most of these rounds. Yeah. So when it's when it gets hairy. When it gets hairy. So moving on. The number eight seed beats the number nine seed of Blade Runner. So oh the social network God. will be moving on. All right. And with that being said, round two is now set for bracket A. Holy Do you want to shit. take a look at the matchups? I have them right here. The number one fight club will be going up against the number eight, the social network. Two David Finchers going at it. Wow. Then we what have the fuck? Then we have the Matrix, the number 12 seed going up against the number four seed, No Country for Old Men. Then we have the number three seed, The Wolf of Wall Street, going up against Scott Pilgrim versus The World. And for our final one, we have the number two seed, Drive, going up against the number 10 seed, Nightcrawler. So that will be round two of bracket A. Holy shit. I know. That is holy shit worthy. This is getting, this is getting to get hairy. Yeah, it is. This is going to get hairy. This is going to get difficult. Obviously, the conversations will probably be shorter. Yeah. Because we already talked about the movies mm -hmm. and why we love them. But it'll be a much more fun dynamic. Yeah. So do you want to do... So this is going to be cut up into little parts. Do you want mm -hmm. to do segment B, 
before we move on and start caving in the answers? Yeah. Well, so yeah, I think I think we should do, so we do uh, one side of the bracket, the other side, and then, and then round two, and then round two, yeah. round three, round yeah. three, until we get to the final. Yep. I think we should do that. Okay. All but right. that's All for right. right now. That's All gonna right. be it. So for right now, for this episode, we had just finished round one, bracket A, with our round two. In, in awaiting that was tough man uh, that was a that was a tough one there were some tough ones in here for sure some easy ones as well yeah the joker um, sorry the joker sorry by the joker yeah sorry not sorry um but uh next week we're gonna be looking at round one on the other side of the bracket bracket b and ladies and gentlemen it's a good bracket it's a fucking great it is bracket. a phenomenal bracket so we have the number one seed pulp fiction versus the number 16 seed, Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. It's kind Sith. of funny because both uh, blockbuster, I want to call them superhero movies, but they're not. But like yeah. big franchises made by, yeah. this wasn't made by Disney at the time, was it? No. No, no. No, no. no. But Star Wars. Star Wars. Revenge of the Sith. I think 20th Century Fox, maybe. Yeah, I think so. I don't even know. But yeah, the number one seed was the number 16 seed. And then we have the number two seed, The Godfather, Ooh. versus the number 15 seed, Scarface. Al Pacino. She had a great ass. <laughs> Two totally different performances. I know. Crazy. I, I, insane. And then we have the number three seed, The Dark Knight, versus the number 14 seed, The Wrestler. Ooh. That one's going to be a tough one for me, yep. at least. Um, then we have number four seed, American Psycho. It's American Psycho. American Psycho. Versus. Versus The Big, Le- the Big Lebowski, which what? is another Coen Brothers movie that we have on the list. What? Then we have... The number five seed, another Mark Scorsese classic, Taxi Driver. It deserves to be on this list. It deserves to be on this list. Versus number 12 seed, Donnie Darko, which you recently watched. I watched it three times. Three times! Wow. So we're going to get an in-depth analysis of Donnie Darko. No, probably not, uh, but I did watch it three times. All right. Then we have the number six seed, There Will Be Blood. We have Paul Thomas Anderson oh, joining yeah. the fight. Versus number 11 seed, American Beauty. Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes. Then we have number seven seed, Inglorious Bastards, mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino making his second appearance versus the number 10th seed, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, yeah. And our final matchup would be the number 8 seed, Blade Runner, the first one. 1982. Yeah, 1982 versus the number 9th seed, Apocalypse Now. Recently watched that. Yeah, dude. It's a good one. It's actually yeah. a good one, like a really good one. So it's a tough these are tough ones, man. It's gonna be exciting. Yeah, I'm uh I'm excited for bracket B, and then for round twos of the tournament. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun time. So stay tuned. If you, follow us on social media, especially on Twitter. Follow mm-hmm. the Think Movie Show at Think Movie Show. Uh, we posted polls for all of round one. Mm-hmm. So if you want to participate, it probably is still up. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But the results should be in. Um, if you, we're gonna do that for round two and round three, then the final matchups. It's going to be a lot of fun, so you can participate as well. Feel free to comment on the on the polls, on on TikTok, on YouTube, on Twitter. Feel free to comment. Let us know. Are we stupid for, for not picking certain movies? Let us know. Maybe you love Ex Machina and you're sad that we eliminated it. Or you feel like the social network shouldn't have moved on. Or you feel like Fight Club or Endgame should have moved on because it's your favorite Marvel movie. Like, let us know in the comments. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be fun. It's going to be so fun. Brian, where can the people find you? People can find me Twitter, Instagram, at Brian Prado. You can also find me on Letterboxd and TikTok at Brian Prado. Mm-hmm. And that's it. All right. You can follow me at 
Cisco Lopez underscore 14 on Twitter and on Letterboxd. On the Letterboxd, it's Cisco Lopez 14. And on TikTok, Cisco Lopez underscore 14. Um, follow us on Letterboxd. We're going to try not to post spoilers of these movies. Yeah. Once the bracket is, once the tournament is done, we'll post all of our mm-hmm. actual opinions of these movies on Letterboxd. But um, if you want to follow, if, if you want to find out where you can best listen to the podcast, visit our Anchor webpage at anchor.fm slash thinkmovieshow. We are so excited about this tournament, guys. It's going to be a fun one. So stay tuned in the next upcoming weeks. Um, that'll be it for this week's episode. I will see you guys next time. Peace out.